Hi there. Welcome to Live at Gilmore Guitars. We're back. I'm David Gilmore, and it's really great to be back in a podcast studio recording singers and songwriters playing Gilmore guitars. It's it's something that I enjoy so immensely, and uh, the first podcast back after about three years is one of my favorite local songwriters. Curtis Pagu is just an amazing songwriter. He's a great dude, and he writes really great songs. So please welcome to Live at Gilmore Guitars, Curtis Pagu. come back It's okay to run It's okay to reach out and pull back So close to the sun We've a tendency to stumble Like two drunks in the bound to hurt each other when no one's left to blame you can be a river in motion the calm of the storm surrounding me I can see where river meets ocean you're as far as I want to be It's okay to look back and wonder Is that the best we'll ever be Our memories, they fall like leaves To leave bare the tallest trees You can be A breath of sunshine like Glory washing over me And I can hear your voice echo in the darkness Know exactly where I want to be Live at Gilmore Guitars, it's Curtis Pagu and... Thank you so much for coming in. This is the first podcast that uh, I've recorded here at the, the Gilmore Guitar Shop in just about three years. 
Yeah, my pleasure. It's uh, it's, uh, pleasure. it's I'm looking so much forward to this. And uh, tell me about that song. That, that's a brand new song that you just yeah. you just completed. Didn't it you? is a new song. Uh, it's a work in progress, um, but uh, it's called "It's Okay," and the song is kind of a relationship-based song with um, a bit of a bit of a higher meaning kind of floating around it, I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you're a you're a red deer guy. You've been here your entire life, right? Born and raised. I've left many times and end up back in red deer again and again. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. There's something about it. And <laughs> you have you have quite a, a storied sort of history here in town in in the music community as well, uh, because you, you you've played in uh, uh, lots of jazz combos and that sort of thing. Uh, the Clam Daggers are uh, like an institutional band here in in central alberta you you guys have played together for a long time talk a little bit about your your history yeah so you know as far as the music scene goes i i um i started at rdc you know i picked up the bass at rdc and it seemed like a really natural fit and uh just you know from there there was like a solid group of guys and 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 women too who were just kind of forming these groups and kind of this community in Red Deer. And then we all obviously went off to college in, in different cities. And it's just amazing how many of us ended up back in Red Deer. And, uh, you know, from that group in college, like, I'm still really tight with quite a few of them. And they're, they're So what years would have you have gone to RDC? I went to RDC. I only went for one year, and that was in 2000. Um and from there, I went to Grant McEwen for a year. Okay. And then I ended up somewhat on the road for a year and a half, which was great, playing with the same guys I went to school with, some guys I went to high school with. And, uh, you know, from there, right after that, I, I moved to L.A. and I played in some bands around there and did some touring as a bass player and came back came back to Red Deer once again, yeah. So... Tell me a little bit about that that L.A. experience. We've actually had some conversations in the past, but that that was uh, kind of a, an experience for a young man, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I think I think it's your typical L.A. experience. You meet a girl who lives in L.A., you go to L.A., you end up surfing on the couches and playing in bands and uh, string shoestring tours. And I was there for the better part of two years, and uh, that's a pretty good run. Yeah, but I mean. I was taken care of. <laughs> you know, I did I did do so I did I did have some some under the table work with some of the guys I was playing in bands with, but you know, the tours we weren't making any money, but we were able to be on the road quite a bit and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, and have a sandwich at the end of the day and I yeah, guess you're good, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then so when I was in LA, I uh I I took a class in in jewelry design and ended up landing a job in Seattle. Okay. Which was great. I went to Seattle and surprisingly enough I had nothing to do with music in that city whatsoever. I just worked and kind of honed my craft as a jewelry designer and And, and that was going to lead me to to <clears throat> the next part of your history. You're working in the family business. Yeah. Which is Red Deer Goldsmiths. Yes, yeah. It's another institution of Red Deer. It really is. Yeah, we've been in business almost 43 years now. 
And did your dad start this business? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, mom and dad started it um, in 78. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And uh, you've been in this new location here just on the edge of downtown for a few uh, years now. I think about 15 years. You know, yeah. That long, eh? Yeah, we were downtown in the Bun Building just next to the Scott Block. For, yeah. For, well, actually, they started in the Scott Block, which is really funny because I think uh, – the um, Red Deer Downtown Business Association had an office up there. Okay, yeah. And I went there to meet somebody for something music-related, and I walked in there, and I was like, oh, this was my toy room. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I grew up, on this floor, playing with my G.I. Joes. And That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Let's get another song in. Sure, sure. So this song is, um, this song is called Price to Pay. Curtis Pagan, live at Gilmore Guitars. I'm thinking about the time I wasted All the road I've been down before I miss a train and I'm waiting at the station Another victim of the night I'm not getting any younger Thinking about the mistakes I made This aging, nothing but a number Well come on girl, let's call a spade a spade The cards I've played But you don't get what you got You're looking back wishing you were what you're not can't have what you made Thinking you could make it any other way There'd be a price to pay Well, I was blessed with a mom who loved me My daddy never held my hand I met a girl gentle as a sea breeze And loving her made me a man dog and a hobby four floors in a minivan I'm working all week down in the city yeah on the weekend I'm playing in a band it didn't turn out like I planned but you don't get what you got Looking back, wishing you were what you're not You can't have what you made Thinking you could make it any other way There'd be a price to pay Sometimes I think of what might have been The kind of state that I'd be Did I lose or did I win? But then I look at the life I'm living. 
don't get what you got You're looking back wishing you were what you're not You can't have what you made Thinking you could make it any other way You know you don't get what you got, girl You're looking back wishing you were what you're not You can't have what you made Thinking you could make it any other way You know you can't have what you made Thinking you could make it any other way A price to pay. Nice. Yeah, thanks, Steve. It's Curtis Pagoo. I'm live at Gilmore Guitars, live at Gilmore Guitars. I got to get used to saying that again. It's yeah. been so long. I'm excited for you and, in this podcast, and, man. And you um, have become one of my favorite songwriters. Oh, that is so, um, so sweet of you. Um, here in town, uh, there's there's a lot of people that are, are doing a lot of things, but you have a way with words that is uh, is really uh, I, it's it's surprising. And by surprising, I mean I'm always surprised by where you go within a lyric. Uh, it's it's always really really cool. So. Tell me a little bit about your your approach to to writing a lyric. Yeah, so for the most part, I pick up a guitar. Mm -hmm. I start playing and I start writing lyrics kind of at the same time as I'm playing. So, you know, I'll I'll kind of start with a chord progression and just and just riff lyrics. But the thing is, is like. There's something about a moment, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, if I'm writing a song, I'm finishing that song. Okay. And unfortunately, if I don't finish that song in the midst of that writing session, it just disappears into a pile of stuff that I haven't finished. Um, That's so, interesting. Yeah, so I think that might kind of speak to to the lyrics of my, my songs it's got to work, you know, like I'm not, I'm not struggling to kind of find words because I'm not trying that hard to make it work. Okay. If it doesn't work, I, I move on. Okay. Yeah. So have you ever gone back and revisited something that you tried I've or, tried. or is it just, you know what, yeah. if it, it doesn't work, I'm I, not, I, I've really tried. I've got a phone, a phone and a half full of voice memos of ideas right. that I'll record when I'm when I'm driving or when I'm at work if something comes to me. Right. But that's just not the right approach for me because you know, in that moment if I can't continue it, I can't seem to get back to it. Okay. Yeah. So most of the songs that I that I write, have written or that you've heard, mm -hmm. I've sat down and and wrote start to finish, start to finish. And there hasn't been much changed. So is your approach to your melody with the guitar the same as the lyric then? It's just... Yeah. Or are they just kind of one and one? One lives with the other. One lives with the other. Um, so I have been trying recently to to kind of get out of that box because I think for, for a while as a songwriter, like... You can when you start writing songs like I I wasn't a songwriter for a long time in my music journey. 
I mostly just played bass. You know, I could yeah. pick up a guitar, but I really, I, I remember when I was in Whitehorse, I got this baritone ukulele to practice in my hotel room. I would run bass scales on it. Right. But uh, I started strumming it and realizing, oh, I could, maybe I could write a song. And I just started writing and writing and writing. But um, a lot of my stuff is kind of very similar. So recently I've been trying to kind of hone my guitar skills a bit, right. come up with some different ideas and, you know, approach writing. I'm trying to approach it differently because I can get you can get kind of boxed in when you're just throwing stuff away. Right. Yeah. Especially if you're throwing a lot away. And do, yeah. are, are you throwing a lot away or lot. like what it, what like what it, would your percentage of success be, you know, finished songs to tossed away? Oh. Oh, I don't know. 5 to 10%. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't throw them away. I do have them. So I guess like, you know, hopefully in my journey of trying to be a better songwriter, I'll figure out how to go back to stuff because I think that's really important to 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 be able to go back and rewrite some of this stuff. It's just not in my wheelhouse right now. Okay. I just Do you ever write with anybody? Uh very recently I have been trying to to co-write and I love it, yeah. to be honest, because I do, you know, I'm kind of boxed in as far as my guitar playing goes. So it's nice to, to write with a guitar player. Right. Or, you know, it's nice, too, to get a fresh take on a lyric. You know, I can, and I, I find this with people who enjoy my songs, too, is that I'll write a song and it means completely something different to somebody than what how I wrote it. Or I might not even fully understand what I had written until right. someone tells me what they thought of it. Right. So songwriting isn't really an autobiograph autobiographical for me for the most part it is. Like when I'm when I'm writing a song it has a lot to do with my situation. Okay. And I think that's why I can sit down and write it. Okay. Instead of trying to write a song about this something I might not know about or mm -hmm. you know I um I tend to write about my life okay. to be honest with you yeah. Like that last song, Price to Pay, that's a song about um, about just being content with what you have because if you didn't, if you had something else, you wouldn't have it. Right. right? Yeah. So it's that, a great song. It's yeah, a really good song. Thanks. That, would, that was an easy one for me to write because oh. I have so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. do another one. Okay. What do you got? Uh, this song is called... Um, a few things. So this is a song I wrote when I was in a songwriter. Well, it wasn't a songwriter residency. It was an open music residency at the BAMP Center. And uh, I got to spend um, five weeks on the side of Tunnel Mountain with my own little studio. That's that's crazy. That's that's a really neat experience. I, oh. I, I know a couple of people that have been there and done that. It's one of the best experiences I've ever had as far as uh, music experiences, but also just relationships. I've made great relationships there that, you know, span the world. And, okay. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. But I wrote this song for my wife because when I went to the BAMP Center for five weeks, I left her alone with a newborn baby and a three-year-old. <laughs> Like you not do. many people can get away with that. No, no. I, I have a, a similarly supportive wife. It's awesome. It's live at Gilmore Guitars.
too long ago I wouldn't have had second thoughts I wouldn't hesitate I think of all I've got to lose But you're all I've got to lose I'd never check the time Think of calling home I'd never change plans Cause you were home alone Missing me You're always missing me I'm gonna change a few things I'm gonna get it right I'm gonna call Cause I'm missing you tonight We just got off the phone I'm headed straight to bed I'll toss and turn The words you said Are ringing in my head I can't get you out of my head You said the kids are fine Let your mom and dad stop by To see what you've been working on To occupy your mind I'm always on your mind I'm gonna change a few things I'm gonna set it straight Missing you It's a heavy Take the fastest way to you I'll drive through the night This time I'm overdue I'm always overdue You'll leave the light on So I don't fumble at the door And drop my keys You'll be asleep on the couch The dog curled up at your feet You'll mumble something like Taking me to bed, you're always mumbling I'm gonna change a few things I'll be a better man Cause I know I can, I know I can Live at Gilmore Guitars, Curtis Pigou. That's great. That's that's a really great song. Yeah, thank you. It's, that song has been my uh, my COVID nineteen song. I've been recording that, and uh, I've been utilizing the uh, the help of some really great players remotely. Okay. To uh, so I'd record it, and and I'd send them the the demos, and and they would record their parts and send it back, and um, 
So I've got Eric Whedon out of Edmonton playing trum trumpet on that, and um, Morgan McKee playing piano, uh, my friend Marcus playing drums, and Jeff Bradshaw on pedal steel. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear all of that then. Yeah. That, yeah. That's going to be really good. And you're putting it all together in your brand new studio then? Yeah, I'm putting it together in the chicken coop that I call a studio. So is that what you're calling the studio, the chicken coop? No, no. <laughs> it, it, it resembles a chicken coop, but uh, no, it's it's a beautiful little spot. We Last year we moved out onto an acreage and I was able to, to build this, buy this, this little building from a farmer and take it out to my place for fairly cheap. And then we got it there, and I had my buddy Ryan Homedal come over, and he's like, dude, we got to tear this whole thing down. So we tore it all down, and we rebuilt it, and I've been functioning in there for, like, the last six months, and having a space like that or a space like this, mm -hmm. is, there's nothing more inspiring. Good, good. I'm very I'm very happy yeah. that you have that. Because you've uh, produced some, some, some records for uh, local people. Uh, yes. Ross yeah. Stafford has... Yeah. has uh, gone to you for recording and yeah. uh, so you've done quite a bit of work I've been in that regard I have been you know like I and I've been, I and I've been so grateful to work with artists who are allowing me to learn like on the spot right because it's not a background that I'm formally educated in right but I I love recording it's almost an obsession and I just think the most important thing is an ear yeah, an ear is very helpful, and I have lots of friends with great ears, and nice. I utilize them. <laughs> Good, you know, absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, now you've you've written many many songs. We've we've talked about that, and uh, you and I had a conversation here a couple weeks ago where you you said that your goal was to have other people record your songs. I would love that. And yeah. lo and behold, a uh, good friend of ours, uh, Sean Burns, uh, who's uh, I think he's the guy that's done the podcast the most. Him and him and Brock Zeman have been here at Gilmore Guitars for live at Gilmore Guitars several times, and he, he's a great dude. He's he's a great country country like old school kind of troubadour, yeah. and uh, he just recorded one of your songs. Yeah. So I three years ago I just got the the reminder today. Three years ago I went on a songwriters tour with John Guliak, Levi Cuss, and Kimberly McGregor, and we went. We ended up in Winnipeg playing at um, I forget what the place is called. Times Change. Times Change. Yeah. And uh, Sean was there. He kind of set up the show for us. And I played the Lion Tamer song. And after the show, he's like, "I need the Lion Tamer. What? I need that song." I said, "Well, it's on the CD, but it's." terrible like i recorded it you know just to to get on this tour and have something but i mean please like take it and and he was so gracious like he he played that on the radio a couple times on his radio show mm -hmm. which was was really really nice of him and then last year he started playing it live with his band and gave me a call and said he wanted to record it and so this this year he's just released a new record and it's called... It is called It Takes Luck to Get the Best of Me. Yeah. And, he, uh, and he, he's recorded a couple of covers, a couple of older songs, and, and a couple of original songs on it. So. Yeah, and he included my song, The Lion Tamer, on that uh, record, and I'm totally honored by that. I think that is just wonderful. And the first time I heard that song was one of those songs where I was so surprised by where the lyric went. 
Yes, and yeah. uh, it's a, it's just such a great song. I, I love that song, and yeah. I always request it when you're playing live. Yeah, it was a really it was really interesting, and I'll I'll say like this is a song that isn't true to my story. I was gonna say it, it, <laughs> yeah. it's not idol by our I can't say the word. But yeah, it, it's, it's not. It's yeah. It's definitely not uh, like a true story, and maybe it is a true story. It's just not my story. But uh, there's a songwriter out of Edmonton called Jessica Hine, and I got to do a record with her as playing bass, and she had this song called. Um, so and so, I don't know what the names were. So and so and the knife thrower or something, and it was about like cheating on a knife thrower. Right. And I was like, ah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna run with that. And I sat down to write this song, and the first line came out of me. And I text my buddy who was actually living in the basement, and I sent him a voice, <laughs> uh, sent him a voice memo of it, and he's like, oh, that's amazing. And then like ten minutes later, I finished the song, and the song hasn't changed. That's crazy. Like, not a word has changed That's since, crazy. since then. But I'm actually going to play that song for you. Let's do it. Saliva Gilmore Guitars, Chris Pagu, and The Lion Tamer. Mama was a tightrope walker And daddy tamed lions for his cut she was up high stringing out lies my dad risked his life for a buck the circus came to town on Tuesday and Wednesday she couldn't be found he was sweeping out cages securing their wages and mama was sleeping around mama don't Cross lines Stand still in the wake Look out for the signs It's better to get caught cheating To confess while you're breathing Than to lie to a man a man who tames lines On Wednesday she came home reeking Another man's hands and cheap wine Mama started to cry When dad let loose the lines Neither had time for goodbyes On Thursday the circus was Buzzing with rumors of betrayal There's murder on the grounds And though they all had their theory The evidence was leery But neither the bodies were found Mama, don't tempt fate And don't cross lines Stand still in For the signs, it's better to get caught cheating, to confess while you're breathing, than to lie to a man, 
a man who tames lines You see my daddy he knew all along He was waiting just biding his time You see my mom was out sleeping With anything breathing My daddy was starving line My daddy was starving the lines So good. <laughs> that, is, that is so good. Thank you so much for coming in and, and, and doing the podcast. It's live at Gilmore Guitars. It's the first one back in uh, a couple of years. Obviously, I got to work out a couple of my interview kinks, but uh, uh, because we are at the Gilmore Guitar Shop and you are playing a Gilmore guitar, and now I am going to officially welcome you to the Gilmore Guitar Owner Family. Yes, yeah, I love this guitar, Dave. I just, you know, I... I I had been playing, trying guitars for a long time, and not that they weren't fantastic guitars, but when you called me and said, come check this one out, I knew I had to have it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks good in your lap. Yeah, it sounds so good, too. And hopefully it just, uh, you know, songs fall out of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's live at Gilmore Guitars. That's Curtis Pagu. I'm David Gilmore. It's in the can.